Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is July 18, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. We're back. Me and Denise, the A-team. What's up? Here we Welcome are. How back. you doing, Denise? You know, I feel like last Monday was like an eternity ago. Yeah, it feels like it, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like it's been centuries since I've talked about Raw, which is weird because it was Lucky last you. week. I even sat here and I thought about it and I was like... Damn, was I on the show last week? Like, yep. I was having this, like, time, like, warp where I just didn't know, like, what week I was on or what anything that was happening. And, like, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it just felt different. Like, I didn't know. And I felt like it had been forever. Well, I want to thank Will Washington for stepping in for me, Denise for, for hosting. Uh, I did share my thoughts on WWE Raw the following day on FightfulSelect.com. We also reported yesterday that Kevin Owens would be back tonight. FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it. We got a nice 1991 SummerSlam retro review up there. A show every day. Multiple news items every day. Just five bucks a month. We'll tell you more about that later. But you guys can get in your Super Chats and Humper Chats. Super Chats here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. Humper Chats allow you to get your questions or statements in before we go on the air, you know, we go on the air every day, including this Saturday when Denise and Will host our ROH Death Before Dishonor post show. Denise, you look like you were aching to say something. Yeah, I was going, you can tell. And you, and you kept me there. You, you like were, made me swallow I whatever I was going to like, say. <gasps> what was it? I'm like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta talk. We gotta talk, boss. Okay. All I wanted to say was you really watched Raw when you didn't have to, Sean. So I got back to the hotel at like um 
gosh, 11, uh, 11 p.m., 12 a.m. on Monday. And I had it on TSN just in general because that's just what I would leave it on. And I didn't know that they did a replay of Raw at that point. No, it was like 12.30 or 1 when I got in. So I just happened to catch that, and I had caught a little bit of it before I left, too. So I was able to watch a significant amount of that show uh, while I was there, which was pretty cool. I mean, I guess not really. It sucked. It wasn't good. But compared to this week's Raw, I thought it was better, but... Man, I was I gonna, gonna say, be what happy a nerd. about this. I was like, you still did the assignment when you didn't go to class. <laughs> well, I and also I had lunch and I had like an hour free, and I was like, I'm gonna do like a 15 minute review on Select because I'm a workaholic. But you know what? I've got a really interesting, good story coming up on FightfulSelect.com this week. About? I'll tell you eventually. Ah, come on, that's lame. Well, you know what? Got to sell those subscriptions, but it'll be worth it, guys. FightfulSelect.com. We had the Raw plans tonight as well. Uh, I did not do the Backstage Report podcast today. I'm going to try to get that filmed on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, but leave a thumbs up, guys. It would really help. If you turn on your notifications, put them on always. But get those Super Chats and Humper Chats in. Luis says, well, this was not as good as Stranger Things Season 4. Let me tell you, if I never hear about Stranger Things again, it will be all too soon. Ed says, more awkward Titus stand for WWE O'Neal, please. Boy, was this weird, Denise. Sean, I, I thought I missed something. I thought something broke because I was like an hour away from my computer. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I must have missed something here because what is going on? It was very weird. And you and I both spoke to Titus O'Neal recently um, in Las Vegas. He's wonderful. He's great. He legitimately does incredible things for WWE. Uh, you will not find me saying a bad thing about Titus O'Neil as a person. He's wonderful. This seemed very unusual. Now, it was, here's the thing. It was in, Raw was in Tampa, right? I believe so. Okay. I never pay so, attention to the cities. He's, he's from there. I understand. This seems like the type of thing you do like before you go on the air, maybe. But this, this was very weird because he's like, we don't do politics. Or religion here. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, you guys have had people run for president. You have quite literally done political ads with Linda before. You, God wrestled four miles from my front door, Denise, <laughs> at Rupp Arena. Like, what the? To me, listen, uh, I'll let you take the heat. What did this seem like they were having him come out to do this for? Okay, thank you for letting me come out and yeah, have to say what I was say thinking. It. All right, well, when he came out and he did the whole, like, this isn't, you know, we never talk about religion or politics. And first of all, it's like BS. That's definitely yes. not true. I can We can think of plenty of examples uh, in past storylines where, you know, religion or politics was somehow influ like influenced into whatever they were doing. But it kind of felt like they were, it, it just like, Sean, it felt like a random, like out of nowhere. Like, why are you coming out and talking about this? This almost you know why, you know why, yeah, I know the Vince stuff. Listen, and I'm not saying why now though, Rob. I mean, Sean, like why why, now? Why now? Doesn't make sense to me. Like, why right now? Why today? Why not last week? Why not the week before that? Because Vince was all over the show. I mean, maybe not last week, but Vince was all over the show. So I posted a report on Fightful Select this past weekend about 
how uh, in the spring of this year, there were numerous uh, female talent that contacted Fightful and said they were frustrated, but they were kind of seeing how things fell, like what, what would happen with Asuka, what would happen with Charlotte, what would happen with Ronda. Then Sasha and Naomi left, so that opened up things. But there was one talent that said, it seemed like Vince was more concerned with getting himself squeezed onto the show than he was booking with us. And there were people that said, oh, well, he was on there for a grand total of three or four minutes total. That's not the point. That's not the point that was stressed to me. It's that he found that time for him instead of being like, you know what? How can we book this a little bit better? He was too busy going back there screaming, fuck him, as he went through the curtain as opposed to making sure that there was creatively satisfying stuff. And this, listen, maybe it's just me, and maybe it's just the pessimist in me. It seemed an awful lot like they were saying, we definitely aren't going to reference that Vince stuff on the air. We're they definitely not going to be culpable. That, I know, I know. Okay, Man. like, I'm sorry, but there's, like, a bunch of things, first of all, to go off of this. First and foremost, when I read your report about that, the whole thing about, you know, them, like, Vince McMahon being more focused on Vince McMahon, I thought, well, duh, that's who Vince McMahon is. He doesn't seem like the type that's going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to put this thing first uh, before myself, right? So that, I was not surprised by that whatsoever. Truly, I was not. But, okay, like, when he came out on Raw and when he came out on SmackDown and, you know, he did what he did and all of that, you know, we've talked about that endlessly but then okay fine like it last week there wasn't anything the week before that I don't even remember what the hell happened before that so we had a couple of weeks where they could have had Titus come out and say something like this I feel like today July 18th on this random ass Monday it didn't make sense at all like I like it 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 made me before thinking, oh, this is a Vince. This has to do with the Vince situation. Before I even got there, I thought, what the hell else happened? Did something else happen? Damn, did Titus do something? What's happening? I even went on, checked the news side to make sure I didn't miss anything that while I was gone for a bit. And so for me, it, it just, it felt very random. And while I know this, this has everything to do with Vince McMahon and all of that, it that wasn't my initial uh, reaction to that. My initial reaction is, why this? Why today? Why now? What the hell happened? Another piece of news that came out last week, and it was, I, I mean, I saw the same memo that, that Andrew Zarian ended up seeing about the TV14, TVPG thing. Ryan says, with WWE possibly going to TV14 soon, do you think it's more for the language, or do you think we'll get more adult-based stories? I think it's for the language, personally, maybe blood once in a while. So I just want to say this. I've heard nothing more about this whatsoever, but I feel like it's important because I think a lot of people believe that TV 14 and TV PG means something that it doesn't. There is no oversight committee as far as television ratings are concerned. They could rate it TVG and they could have people bleeding and saying shit repeatedly over and over. And it wouldn't matter. This is not like the ESRB for video games that sets video game ratings from like E to mature. It's not the Motion Picture Association of America where like South Park's movie worked really, really hard to get an R rating instead of an NC-17 rating. Uh, it's just completely subjective as far as the show. Now, the network and sponsors can sort of contribute and say, hey, it's a little weird that you, you're doing this. But it still doesn't matter. Like they're they're not they don't have to adhere to anything. So I don't think anything's gonna change. Oh Mark. Yeah, I go was ahead. very Sorry. surprised by how like blown out that how like everybody was talking about it because I just thought immediately like 
what do you guys like there's nothing to me that's going to be like a big change from just because of the tv 14 rating like to me it just kind of felt like okay cool whatever well i think people should go from tv pg to tv ag1 with athleticgreens.com slash fightful athletic greens is such fantastic stuff i take it every morning especially when i'm traveling i took it with me to toronto last week taking it with me to nashville next week because i got those travel packs and right now you get an immune supporting free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash fightful today well some of you might say well sean What the heck is AG1? It's a category-leading superfood product bringing comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. It keeps up with the research. They have changed their product over 53 times over the last decade. So that's once every couple of months, they are adjusting with science. They go above and beyond with third-party testing to ensure that their customers continue to receive the highest quality and daily best daily nutrition habits on the planet. It's got 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients that include a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more. Probiotics, great for preventative health, great for your digestion. Multivitamin, you want to drink your multivitamin. You don't want to take a tablet. That might pass through you. That is gross, taking a regular multivitamin tablet but it helps with your health, your immune system, and replaces a bunch of products or pills. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Baron Black uh, actually sang the praises of this on Twitter a while back when I posted about it. And uh, let me tell you, you're more likely to win an AEW dark match than him, but you know what? Take your AG1 no matter what. WWE Monday Night Raw. We do have some more Super Chats and Humper Chats. Big thank you, guys. Uh, Shot Kid says, Rolling Titus out there. It felt like they got notified about more Vince accusations about to hit in the coming days and are trying to head it off. Poor Titus, though. I wouldn't want to be the one to be out there being like, we don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. WWE is a safe space. Yeah. Especially, it's he's not even somebody that we see regularly on TV. If it was somebody Bro, that like, I asked him if he was retired, see, I asked him right? if he was retired. Yeah, right. Caden says justice for Will denerd Sal Succo. This shit's still great. going on. Damn. Omar says Denise, are you frustrated with the fightful booking? She's been getting put on TV all the time. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm always and forever frustrated with fightful booking and you know why Muted. that one kid wrestling says hey sean would appreciate it if you checked your instagram dms same username as my youtube name what a boring raw i do not use my instagram for business just just letting you guys know that why don't, you don't want to get do any offers no i don't want to i don't i want to keep my my personal instagram my personal instagram um if there's a message that needs to get to me through fightful kyler will let me know uh, Aziz says, "Fancy." I just, I don't You're like. You're like so off limits. You're like, do not contact me on. Muted. Oh. Aziz says, "Is there a chance Bailey comes back at SummerSlam?" Yes, there is. So ahead of Money in the Bank, uh, I got word that Bailey was in the ring training again. I felt like that was forthcoming news. I'll tell you guys the process. I heard she was training. I heard she was actually training at I think at Breeze and Spears' school, the Performance Center. And I asked the WWE source about it, and they were very much like, yes, absolutely, and she's not in Las Vegas. I felt like 
they told me that so willingly because they wanted to temper expectations. That way people wouldn't be like, oh, she's coming to Vegas. Uh, but as far as SummerSlam, I feel like if she's in the ring training, SummerSlam is time. She's been gone for a full year, Denise. Do I miss Bailey. you know something, Sean? Because I don't know. Are you, are you putting it yeah, out there that... To, yeah, she's supposed to be there. That she... Oh, so she is supposed to be there? Yes. She's oh, supposed okay. to be in town. Okay. She saw that you weren't going to be, and she was like, fine, I'll go. No comment. <laughs> Nerd Guru says, do you think they do the inverse of SummerSlam last year and that Bianca squashes Becky, then Bailey comes out to have an actual match? That'd be cool. And Bailey left on a title opportunity against Bianca. Now, granted, she had lost a whole mess of title shots before then, Denise. But Bailey coming back and put being put in the immediate title picture would be probably pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind that. I would I would want to see like I think the way that I would want it to play out would be like, let's have Becky and Bianca go out there and have the competitive match that they did at WrestleMania, obviously to a, you know, a, a different type of match here at SummerSlam. And it would be cool if just afterwards, like you just saw Bailey come out and be like, I don't know something. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump right into the women's segment. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out. She's fantastic. Her gear, the, the, the outfit, it was the baby uh the baby front backpack gimmick but it was detached what <laughs> okay i'm gonna pull it up oh the little thing where people carry yes. their babies yes i did but not was... get that whatsoever <laughs> sean no way yes. no way that was it's... not the first thing that came to my mind when i saw that i didn't know it until uh our friend jesse the buckeye uh please donate to her it's a thing it's GoFundMe. a thing but yeah it looked like I mean, it looked like she just detached her child. Put the from, picture up. From yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Let me see what I got here. It was really good. She is fantastic. I need to see this. I'm very excited to see this. All right, here we go. Oh, I see what <laughs> you mean. Like yeah, she yeah. Just unhooked her kid from that. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's some fashion statement that I'm not aware of, but either way, she comes out, she cuts a promo. She said that she earned her title shot, and she did. I didn't get to say this last week. Her promo just made a whole lot of sense last week. She's like, wait, why didn't I get a rematch, but Carmella gets a bunch of rematches? What the hell gives here? She lost clean as a sheet. And she was right, Denise. She and I, I knew last week. When that cannot happen, oh, it's an excuse to give them another match. Of course, of course, can't do anything new. But by God, uh, you know, Bianca goes out there and she has good matches all the time. She has superstar performances all the time. This wasn't a lot different. I liked the pre-match, Denise, because Becky hitting the manhandle slam on Bianca at least gave Bianca a reason to work underneath during the match. Ain't no chance Carmella's winning this match, but at least it gave a psychological reason why somebody like Bianca, who has dominated Carmella a billion times, would work from underneath. I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah, and I think it kind of like just gave way for the rest of the match with Bianca and Carmella because there was even this moment where like Carmella just like slapped Bianca and it was like just so rude the way that she did it and Bianca just had kind of had the face of, you know what, that's it, I'm fed up. Then when she did the uh, the KOD, she locked, she did that. 
And then afterwards she wins the match. But that's the part that I like though, is the ending because the facial expression that Bianca had where she was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like she was so over it. Um, I like that little piece of the whole thing. And then just like the exchange between Becky and Bianca afterwards, I thought it was very simple, like after the match, but even so it was enough to kind of just put over the fact that like, you know what? Becky is kind of getting under the skin of Bianca Belair right now. And I almost feel like she's going to try to like, though the way that I see it is like, I want to see Bianca like pull out some like new tricks, you know, get a little bit angry, get a little bit upset, maybe play the game the way that Becky Lynch is playing this game. I would like to see something along those lines. Bianca wins. Of course she wins. She should win. Reductive says Becky eats every week with her looks. Big slay. She, I mean, she always gets us talking. Nerd Guru says Becky versus Bianca hype package was good stuff. I truly think those two are magic and are entering the category of never, never getting tired of seeing them wrestle. The feud they've crafted is one of the best in recent memory. I'm ready to see them move on after this, but I think that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a natural culmination after a year uh, to do that. But, like, WWE is great with video packages. And I don't think that this has been a poorly booked program or anything like that. But they're so good that they make you see terrible programs and forget that they're terrible programs because their video packages are so good and they have such talented producers. I just feel like there's so many matches that we have seen like so much of that. I'm like, all right, we didn't really need to see that many matches for this one here. This is one where I'm like, I don't mind seeing this rematch where I'm actually looking forward to seeing this rematch top of their game too. They're both like on fire. Nerd Guru says, I know we don't need Becky versus Bianca again, but I have a feeling it's leading to a Bailey return. I should put a stipulation on it though. If they did, it would just steal Brock and Roman's whatever the lesser version of Thunder is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
they are very much implying that this is the last Roman Brock match, and it should be. In fact, you know what the last Roman Brock match should have been? I, I don't know, years ago. They you need honestly to stop. believe that? No, not at all. No. I don't believe it. They, they're going to never stop trying to make fetch happen. Never, ever, ever, never, never. Uh, Queen- <laughs> we're going to be sitting here 2030, and we're going to be talking about Brock versus Roman. Mark my words, 2030. Yep. In Saudi, probably. Queen Monet says, I'm over Becky Bianca. I'm over Bianca's reign. She's been near the title basically since she won the Rumble. Miss Rhea hopes she wins the title because she's something fresh and different. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I disagree. I disagree. I I think Bianca's Bianca's to me is like, it's just that she hasn't. It's the competitors. It's the competitors. And their booking. It's WWE's booking and the unfortunate circumstances that keep happening. Like, Sasha fell out last year. Bailey fell out last year. Then this year, they were planning for like Naomi and Sasha. Well, they hit the bricks and then Rhea got hurt. So, I mean, it's it's an unfortunate series of circumstances that you can't possibly predict. And Bianca even told me in, in our interview that like it's been frustrating for her, but she wants to lean on the fact that she's adaptable. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, Rhea did have her opportunity. She was Raw Women's Champion for quite a bit there. And maybe it might not have been like the most, like the best reign ever. But I feel like it's just, you know, she's still, she's on the path right now where she's just growing. She just continues to grow and grow and grow. And so I think whenever the time is right, once again, for Rhea to hold the championship, then it'll be right. And hopefully it'll be like a a different, a more advanced, I, I would say, like reign for her. Because I just remember things weren't necessarily like too hot for Rhea when she became champion and so I just feel like right now she's on a path where maybe she's growing and she's becoming the star that you know she can become once she were to hold the championship again but I just feel like Bianca right now is she's on a league of her own where she's on a league of her own yeah thank you that one kid I'll have it sent my way Daniel says not raw related because raw sucked, but if either you caught the AE biographies on Goldberg and Taker, thought they were great. Did Cena really come back to not have a run? Yes, he did. And I can't believe it. It was so like I freaking was, knew it, Sean. And no yeah. one ever freaking pays attention to me, but I said it. Good. I knew it. They sold some shirts, they got us excited, they popped a rating, and that's it. I have not caught the AE biographies. And uh, I know that the, the, the WWE contingent stuff is revisionist history. I still enjoy just watching that stuff, but I haven't watched the A&E biographies because uh, I don't get A&E on YouTube TV. So if anybody has a way for me to watch them, I'll check Can them out. Can you just go on the website? Maybe, maybe. I think you but can just I go saw, on the website and put in your cable provider. I, I saw Heidi Gardner of SNL. like She posted a bunch of Instagram stories about the Undertaker A&E biography, which is kind of wild. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that they'd be entertaining at all. I want to watch the one on the Bella twins. That one looks pretty I good. Bet, I bet that'd be good too. Cause their story hasn't really been told like the undertaker. How many times can I see the story? I, I've seen yeah. a bunch of the undertaker's documentaries and all of that. Seen it been there, you know, but I feel like I want to see people that I haven't seen their story yeah. of like people that I don't really know who they were before WWE or, or, you know, how their rise really became. I feel like we need to start branching out and showing some new people. Yeah. And I, I love the WWE documentaries, although I was able to watch them knowing that it was a large sense of indoctrination and they rewrote history. And a lot of that shit just outright wasn't true. But I mean, like I've got, 
hundreds of those DVDs. So I would like to check out the A&E ones soon. Uh, Omar Diaz says, SRS, when you win the championship, will you defend it? Have you seen what happened, Denise? No, what happened? Joel Pearl didn't, he wouldn't defend the Fightful Championship for years, right? I was going to say, we have a Fightful Champion? I didn't even know. Yeah, he called up Melissa on the phone and Melissa said, yeah, you can have it. I don't care. She was asleep. And he hosts our Impact post-show, right? Right. So in his infinite wisdom, he said, Oh, Sean, if you want a title shot, you have to beat Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. And you can pick the stipulation. And I picked a bird scooter race. And here's how it went. Ooh. Dead man walking. You've done it now. You've gone and made a big mistake. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. So turn around and face the piper you're gonna pay. Yes, now it's gonna be your judgment day. Shoot, I be Josh Alexander. Unbelievable. Smoked him. Bro, Smoked he, him. Let, he let you win. He Smoked let him. you win, Sean. Listen, he felt was, bad for you. He took pity on you. He it was like, look at this dweeb. This means everything to him. That's all he's got. It was it was the athleticgreens.com slash fightful. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. He ducked me in Toronto the next week. That was in Louisville. I was in Toronto, and he ducked me. But you know what? I was able to duck geo-blocking thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful, Denise. How about that one? I was able to watch all of my favorite content thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You still get that great deal. You get an additional month free and a 30-day money-back guarantee on that unsecured Canadian Wi-Fi A. I was able to protect myself against malware, annoying pop-ups, and online trackers. Ain't nobody tracking me. I get away too fast on that scooter with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's available on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, TV, probably even the bird scooter. I probably even got that thing on there. I blew his doors off. I mean, scooters don't have doors, but you get the point. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They have three great plans. The basic that has just the VPN. One tier up has a pass. One tier up has a locker. I love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Save a bunch of money on pay-per-views, Denise. And a lot of those overseas services, you can access new content that you don't have. And for those asking where my other shoe was, it blew off. I, I went so fast, Denise, my shoe fell off. One of my two hundred dollar, uh, one of my two hundred dollar shoes there just blew off. Sean, first of all, NordVPN.com/slash/fightful allows you to mute Denise 
all across the globe. Sean, mm-hmm. first of all, the first thing that I want to say is, why on earth do you stick out your legs so much when you're riding a scooter? Like, stretching. don't you know you can stretching. Like, put it behind you? Hey, stretching. Like, Stunts. you just look very like, I need to let my leg out. Like, it was very, very like, what is going on there? Stretching, stunts, all the above. Lake says, A and E WWE biography, The Pug. What? I don't get it. Also, Omaz was faster than you, Sean. No, he wasn't. Hell no, he yeah, wasn't. He was. Omaz was way faster than you. I've seen Omaz. You made, you made Omaz look like The Flash. Anyway, um, I'm out here doing kick flips. Look at that. Look at that. People recognize SRS wearing an Aaliyah shirt. He really is the GOAT. No, she's the GOAT. She's the GOAT. Roman Reigns announced for Raw next week. B-E-Z-E Ian says WWE completely missed the ball with the Reigns-Brock build. They both had three wins against each other. Building up to a Game 7 would have easily attracted more casuals and helped build the intrigue among casual diehard fans. Or among diehard fans. I, I don't disagree. If that is true, I don't know their record. I think that calling it Game 7... Like would be kind of cool. I mean, I still wouldn't want to see it, Denise. Wait, but what are we talking about? Sorry. Roman Reigns three wins. Brock Lesnar three wins. This is Game oh. Seven of the playoffs, so to speak. No, two different worlds. Damn. Can't even compare them. Cyclops says, "Why is Denise no selling the great win? Jealous, bro." Joel, Joel Wood says, "The ability to mute Denise. I'm sold." Volob says, "Denise, it's to kick someone's leg out of their leg." Look. He oh, handed me the Impact ro- Championship. Do you know rollerblade, Sean? Uh, probably. I used to. I mean, like, I learned how, and then I never did it after that. We should do a rollerblade, rollerblading competition. Whoa, 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 I can rollerblade really well. Wait, wait, wait. We were going to have a foot race, and you backed out. When were we going to have this foot race? You didn't give me a proper place to actually do this. Like, I wasn't going to be running in no freaking hotel right. hallway. All right, here you go. Here you go. How about this? The beach in California, your wedding day. Oh, yeah, for sure. With my big old shoes I'm just and my dress, I'm going to be running in the freaking beach. Yeah, no thanks, Sean. I'm going to be in a fitted see, suit, tailored see, suit. You Come see on, what I mean? custom. Like, you always set it up so that I just know. If we're going to ever do any sort of competition, it needs to be fair, okay? Why? I'm talking like, because I don't care about that fair. way you can find out who's actually like better. No, I want to win. I doing this in no like weird ass circumstances. Muted. Listen, I don't care if you slip on a banana peel. I don't care if you got the flu. I don't care if you tear your ACL, walk into the competition. As long as I win, I win. I will cheat to win. I will lie to win. I will knock your ass over Fine. to win. I don't care. You're old. I got energy and youth on my side, right, man. Right, and cool. you've seen me speed walk. I'll speed walk the hell out of you. Right. I don't care. All right. We're going to see then. Next time we're Bro, in the same I'm city. I'm so much faster than you are. I'm so right. much faster. All you right. couldn't even freaking keep up with me in Las Vegas. Your ass was like all the way back there. And I had to like, wait, I was like just standing. I kept turning around. I was like, where the fuck, Sean? Here's what we're going to do. Like three miles back. Here's what we're going to do. Every time we're in the same city as each other, we're going to compete in an event. The SRS and Denise Olympics. All right, That's what's going to happen. All right, That's fine. going to happen. We got Daniel Brown saying, Brock and Roman, then, now, forever, together. That signature should be the hype video for their match at Slam. It feels, I mean, they've been at this, Denise, for seven and a half years trying to make this happen. 
they should do seasons instead of like you know how they suggested game one game two no season one of brock and Ro- i was gonna say brock and rock brock and roman season two of brock and roman season three of brock and roman man uh we've got finn balor damian priest coming out and we get the match cry. same old shit <laughs> Uh, I want to cry. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm so, sorry. By the way, another Edge vignette. And uh, we reported that he is set to travel to New York City. That's FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. It would greatly mean a lot to us. Uh, we reported this. We reported the Kevin Owens news. We reported Raw plans, all that good stuff. And I got a real good story coming this week. But then we get Damian Priest just whooping Ray. He finished him with that heaving crucifix bomb. Oh boy, it was a good one. I got to give him that. Poor Ray, the week before the 20 year anniversary, he's getting clubbered out. And that had to be the finish, Denise. If that wasn't the finish, I was going to be mad because that was a hell of a power bomb. Um, I I don't mind Damian Priest winning. Sure. It's just, I know that they're going to run this bullshit into the ground over and over and over again. I like Damian Priest though. I think this might be the best iteration of him currently because they don't have him saying cheesy things. He's, he's doing the heel thing. What'd you think about all this? Well, first and foremost, I want to talk about the story here because I feel like the match was fine. Whatever, whatever. Okay. That's fine. But we need to talk about the story, the story the the Oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry. But like the whole part with like Dominic coming in and being like, literally, Zero enthusiasm. Stop. No. I'll oh, join terrible. the judgment day. It was, it was horrible. Like, bro, this you're here. Like, they're attacking your dad, <laughs> man. Beat the shit out of him, they, too. They beat the shit out of him. There you go. And he comes in <laughs> they, and he's like, stop. No. They no, said, they said, nah, the son. Day. <laughs> With the chairs, this, they brutalized him. This was so bad. I'm sorry. This was, yeah, was so, bad. so bad. And Every, like in the, the everything. <laughs> go, you go first, Sean. Everything after the match I thought was lame. Like was- Dominic's acting, the the backstage segment is wasn't for me. I love I like the match because Ray is great and Damien's great and the finish was great, but Dom is not good. It's all overshadowed though. Okay, it's overshadowed. Like, Priest and Ray could have done whatever they did, right? And all of that was fine and dandy, but it was overshadowed. But, like, first and foremost, like, the you know, in the beginning, you know, the Judgment Day, they want, they want Dominic to join, to join them, right? And I just, like, it, it makes them look like, you know, it doesn't make them look cool. Like, why would they want Dominic? Like, I get the story that they're trying to say. They're trying to help him, but why? Why exactly, you know? And then, okay, fine. So then they do the match, and then everything afterwards, and then he finally says he's gonna join them, and then they attack him. I like that part where they were like, you know what? Fine, we get it. Like, you're... I get what they were trying (laughs) to accomplish here, okay? But it just didn't come across as convincing enough. And so afterwards, when the Judgment Day attacked Dominic, and they were like, no, we know you just did it to save your dad. I liked that part. Like, if I had to pick the best part of this entire thing, aside from the in-ring competition between Priest and Rey Mysterio, that was it, okay? But it's just, like, if you're going to do this story, if you're going to do this type of story, you got to, like, level it up, man. Like, I don't want none of this, like, no, please stop, don't attack my father type stuff. It needs to feel like 
If you're going to go this dramatic route, it needs to feel dramatic. I agree. Backstage segments didn't feel any more dramatic either. Uh, thank you to, oh, Fuller Up, an IRL pal of mine from, from the little town that you you saw on uh, Twitter, Denise. Did you see my tweet? Did I hurt your feelings again? Why would it hurt my feelings? Because <laughs> I said you and I come from two different worlds. Well, I don't want to live in L.A. Why the hell would I want to live in L.A.? Take I'm four sorry. hours to drive across the city? No, thanks. Yeah, I'm okay, good. look, look. All I'm saying is that we come from two different worlds, Sean, you and I. Yeah. And I saw your video. I was very amazed by your video. Okay? You should be amazed by my video. Yeah, it was amazing. Tim Gordon says, not related to Raw, but Leon Ruff versus Ethan Page on Dark Elevation was really good stuff. There's all kinds of good stuff on Dark Elevation, but Ethan Page should be a single star. What, Denise? Are you homesick? I think you're homesick. Of what? Like you miss your old city. No, absolutely not. I can tell. You seem very homesick. No, I I would never move back there unless like a family member was sick and I had to take care of him. Like no chance. I love it out here. You seemed like you like, I don't know, just from your post, you seem like you you were Denise, longing for your old home. I literally yeah. told you before I went on the air that I would I would move to Toronto for a yeah, summer. Yeah, but that's just because you would move. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I would move to Italy. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't be homesick for like you'd, Los Angeles. You you wouldn't make it in Italy. Oh, I was in Italy for several, no. several weeks. Several I weeks. I have family in Italy, okay? I was in Italy. If you paid attention to anybody but yourself, Sean, you would know that. She's like, I was in Italy for multiple days. No, I was there for weeks or like multiple years, like back to back. <laughs> I'm serious. I will send you all my photos, Sean. But you're so like, everything's about you all the damn time. Yeah, right. You don't bother to ask people what they do. Oh, geez. Like, I'm just saying, like, you seemed a little homesick. No need to get insulted. What? And also, please, Sean, you would be freaking blessed to live in Los Angeles. No, I wouldn't. You would be blessed. I feel bad for you because you don't even know what you're missing out on. Like, I feel bad for you. I'm good. Uh, I'm good with Lexington and Toronto. Uh, Meet Normus says, my guy Juan Soto is the home run derby champ. Hope he stays in D.C. Before you two got started, I caught some of the captain. Same energy as the last dance. Did I miss anything good on Raw? I'm, I'm actually going to watch The Captain pretty soon. It's the Tom Brady show. But I watched some of the, the home run derby tonight because they put Albert Pujols in there. And as much as I hate the Cardinals and I hated Albert Pujols as a baseball player, it was really cool to see. And uh, I wish I, I, I wish they'd do more fun things like that. Well, KO is back. That's fun. As reported by FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe so I can shut up about it he's got riddle out and <laughs> i love it he's like you're so easy going i don't know if there's something that contributes to that but i could really use some of that as well and he pitches a team with riddle and it's bro ko and i was like that, well, that makes sense why not but riddle is like no you're a liar and Kevin's like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to be a liar. I just want to be your teammate. I think that'd be cool. And Kevin Owens has cited in the past that he wants to be a tag team champion. He's mentioned this before. But that doesn't end up happening because Rollins' music hits and Rollins just stomps out Riddle. We're getting that match at SummerSlam. It's happening. I'm excited for that match. I think it'll be really good. Uh, but I'm just glad to see Kevin Owens back. But more importantly than this, he and Becky had a backstage segment on Raw Talk 
while they're talking about elks and Colorado and the nature and where Kevin Owens has been for three weeks. He said he was on a nature retreat. Maybe he was in Kentucky. He was in Colorado. He said it. Oh, he did say Colorado. I wasn't paying attention. He said, he said Colorado. It <laughs> did was, he really was, say Colorado? Yeah, it was on Raw Talk. I was in Colorado oh, last year. He, wait, he said the Colorado part on Raw Talk. Yeah, yeah, that was after. Oh, then I didn't watch Raw Talk. Yeah, okay. I was, I was no watching wonder. it while you were saying a bunch of shit that I wasn't paying attention to. But anyway. The, anyway. You know what, Sean? Please. You know what? You, you, you're, 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 oh, it's funny. I hate this show. I'm so pissed right now. Sean, you literally have the ability to go out and find yourself your little dream host, whoever the hell you want to co-host this show with. Yet it's for you. the last three goddamn freaking years, you've been sitting here tolerating me. You still mute me. Tolerating. And, and you freaking don't even listen. Muted. I like you, Denise. You're my favorite host. My, my dream co-host you are my dream co-host denise what are you talking about no, i'm pissed off i'm honestly like this is the same thing it happens all the goddamn time but all i want is for listen to you i just want to be heard when i'm on this damn show you did okay? great and anyways listen i just want to say you you try to not curse on Wrestle Talk so it helps their algorithm. Because Luke yells at me. He yells at me. Do he gets I? so upset. I don't yell at you. I would never yell at you like Luke. Luke's horrible to you. Denise, you're my friend. You're important to me. You're my favorite host. There you go. Super Pony says, did they drop the Ezekiel Owens storyline? If so, where did Owens go from here? Bro, you didn't even let me talk about the segment. Well, we're, we're, we are going to talk about it. I think they did drop it, Denise, until like a week or two from now when they're like, oh, what are we going to have them do? And Vince goes, oh, Ezekiel Owens, let's do that. I think that. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's, they're going to have to come back to it eventually. It's just that they already did everything back to back. Like, what more can they do? Give it a little break and then come back. But what I did want to talk about in regards to this whole, like, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens thing. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Kevin Owens's hair and beard because it was totally on point today. He looked different. That nature yeah. retreat did him very, very well. Uh, secondly, um, I liked all of the points that Kevin Owens was making when he was basically saying, like, how dare you? You literally, like, he was making fun of him for trusting Randy Orton. Like, yes. of all people, why would you trust Randy Orton? So I did like all of those little uh, back and forths that they did dur during the segment. And I like this. Like, I'm not really big on talk shows right now in, in WWE because they haven't really been doing some great ones. But the KO show, for the most part, always tends to be pretty good i do want to see more of the bro ko i do too like why not uh aj trip says denise you don't listen to sean you asked him earlier what he was talking about with brock and roman look i'm tired of your little stands always defending you you should try being nicer to people then denise uh heartless what? says denise you're my second favorite host well that's sweet and ea says I'm on a delay, but Denise, come on. L.A. sucks. The only thing we have going for us is the street food. Please stay away from L.A. for your sanity. So I will say this. There is no way. He's the trying to make you feel better because he knows you're missing out. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. There's no way the L.A. street food can be worse than in my town because my town has the absolute dirt worst street food. No, we food. have good street food I here. I know. I know. Toronto we have a lot of great that. food here. We have everything here, Sean. Everything oh. that you can want is here. I don't Roy even have to go any other place. Everything's here. Roy says, can you live in Italy without knowing what a gram is? You don't know what a gram is, Denise? It was the whole measurement argument that we had at Wrestle Talk. 
was a whole thing. But you know what? I could live in Italy. You want to know why? Because I could eat a whole shit ton of pizza. And that's how I know I thrive in Italy. I stopped listening. At have shit. you ever she had a whole pizza shit. with french fries on top? I have not. Okay, well, you're not living until you do. I had some in Italy when I was there multiple times for several weeks. And I had pizza with french fries on top. And it was fabulous. Nerd Guru says, wish we could get KO versus Edge at SummerSlam somehow. Me too. I would love that. That would be a lot, a lot of fun. But I think it's going to be Edge and Balor. Uh, we also had Rollins against Ezekiel again. For some reason, again. And hey, you know what? It was a fine match. But why do we need it again? Is there any reason? Because there's nobody else for him to wrestle. Who else is there? But there's a whole roster Give full of people. Names. Bring T-Bar out there for all I care. Uh, anybody else? Why? That's why all we can he... think of. T Bar. Yeah, T Bar. Reggie. Akira <laughs> Zazawa. There's a whole mess. Oh of people. yeah, the twenty four seven championship. Shelton that Benjamin. Hasn't been anything on the show? Shelton oh, yeah, Benjamin. Them out. Mustafa Ali. Chad Gable. Otis. There's a whole bunch of people that weren't on this show. Didn't need to see this. Seth Rollins won again. By the way, Seth Rollins beat Ezekiel on the fourth of July, as well. Honestly, I just want to say that you're a little bit of a hater here because I actually really enjoyed this match. I enjoyed their last match and I enjoyed this match. And it was probably one of the best things that they did on Raw today because we actually got an actual decent match, right? And then we got a real finish, okay? So quit drinking that haterade, Sean. This was fine. Well, speaking of last matches, Ric Flair is having his last match at the end of the month in Nashville. I'll be there. I'll be at StarCast. RickFlair'sLastMatch.com has all the details. It is Ric Flair and his son-in-law, Andrade, against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. So you effectively have WWE and AEW contracted wrestlers competing against each other. You can check out this uh, on uh, StarCast as well as uh, Fight TV, but go to RickFlair'sLastMatch.com to get all the details. It's all a part of StarCast 5. They're doing pictures, autographs. All the same convention stuff, but year this year they're having wrestling matches. They got Black Label Pro, GCW on Friday, New Japan on Saturday, Ric Flair's last match on Sunday. It'll be at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, uh, Ric Flair's last match. Tickets still on sale for $39, but the card looks really good. Killer Cross, Harry Smith in a rematch of their Bloodsport match. You got Ren Narita, Clark Connors. Clark Connors had that, that, intro, or that impressive showing a couple weeks ago. Jordan Grace, Deanna Perrazzo, Rachel Ellering in a three-way match. Josh Alexander defending the Impact Championship that I am graciously letting him keep against MLW's Jacob Vatu. You got Motor City Machine Guns against the Wolves. Briscoes versus the Von Ericks. Kerry and Ricky Morton versus Brian Pillman and Brock Anderson representing the Horsemen. And you got Ray Phoenix, Taurus, and Laredo Kid taking on Bandito in a four-way match. You can check it out on Fight. You can pre-order the pay-per-view on cable, satellite, and at Ric Flair's lastmatch.com. And then Joel Wood brings up an interesting point. Joel, he says, Jeff Jarrett refereeing a SummerSlam match on Sunday, teaming with an AEW talent against Rick and another AEW talent on Sunday. Jeff said, what forbidden door? This man will always find a way to make his money, Denise. I heard about this uh, a couple weeks ago. And I sat on it a while uh, and was about to report it today. And then they're like, oh, well, it's being revealed today. Jeff Jarrett, that's out of left. I mean, him, first off, him being in this match is out of left field. Him being on SummerSlams out of left field. All I can say is good for him. Good for Jeff Jarrett. 
Maybe he's doing witchcraft. He's like, let cool stuff happen. Just like got, random stuff happen. And then they're happening. I got one of his uh, TNA wrestling guitars. Well, you know what? Good for him. And yeah. then even today on Raw, they, they said his name like a hundred times more than they usually do. Like yeah. I, I heard it a bunch of like Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I'm like, damn, y'all really pushing Jeff right now. Big <laughs> thanks. Big thanks to Sarcast for sponsoring all of our shows for the next couple of weeks. Uh, shout out to them. I will be there doing uh, media as well. Uh, Veer Mahan shows up, giggles, and walks away, Denise. He didn't giggle. He said, boo. Yeah, and then he giggled. He went <laughs> and oh, left. I thought that was like a chuckle. I mean, yeah, sure, a chortle, perhaps. Whatever. What's are they? Are they going to present him as a heartthrob? Are they? I hope so. Him as That'd be a seducer. Uh, well, I just know he the... kind of looked like he was ready to seduce Sarah right then and there. I believe he could. I mean, I, you know, fair. I, I'm not really the judge of 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 oh, beer, beer uh, male hot. looks. There you I go. Okay, there it. you go. He had the hair flip and everything, man. He was oh, like, he's got phenomenal hair. It's amazing. It's he great was hair. Giving Sarah the smoldering eyes. Yeah, you know, coming in there and being like all like macho man. You know, she's like, never at a loss for words either. So I mean, he maybe he melted her. You never know. But I, I love. I like Veer. I've been thus far. There's nothing that Veer has done that I look at and I'm like, man, that's bad. Nothing. So. So he's going to be the next heartthrob. I hope they do something good with him. I I really do. I think not if he's just coming out and saying boo to women, because that ain't going to float anybody's boat. He has improved uh, remarkably in the ring since the, the Indu share days as well. Joel Wood says pizza with French fries on top. What kind of tomfoolery is this? I'm not surprised. It's delicious. Surprised. Angelo Dawkins against Omos. Then we got Street Profits against MVP and Omos because it went to a DQ before. And guess what? Another DQ! What's the point? What's the point? So so they get the heat on MVP because Adam Pearce comes out and he's like, well, MVP, I heard you saying you wanted to compete in a tag team match. MVP's like, I've got my suit on. Oh, no. And both matches end in a DQ. Yeah, and you know, they could have done something fun, I think, with Angela Dawkins and Omaz. Like, for the most part, I think they could have had, like, a pretty little, eh, somewhat entertaining match. It didn't have to end this way. But then when they went and made this into a tag team match, I thought, okay, fine. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And then when the Usos first uh, came in and did the first, um, the first uh, when they first interfered the first time, I thought they were going to do the DQ there. And then afterwards, I thought, okay, maybe they're not going to end this in a DQ. And then afterwards, they ended up doing it. They ended up ending it in a DQ. And I just thought it was like super lame. And even the first DQ was super lame. Just with MVP pulling the leg of Angela Dawkins, like that was so freaking lame. Um, All of this was just a big giant waste of time. And I can't think of anybody that I came out thinking, oh, this worked out really great for this person. No. Usos passed one year as SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I mean, that is that is an incredible feat, no matter what. The Usos have, or especially especially Jey Uso, has just had an incredible two years. Because, I mean, there was a spot like maybe a, a decade ago where they didn't look like they were going to be long for this world. And when the Shield showed up, boy, they raised their games up. And they started to have killer matches and they've been pretty well in that 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 scene ever since but did you think they would make it to a year 
Yes and no, just because I just don't feel like there's very there's other options. So that's why to me, I'm really not that surprised. They can always, I mean, they can just arbitrarily be like, mm. here's the other options. And I'm looking through the new day had 483 days, and I'm trying to go back to see the last team to make it uh a year. And it's it's really? quite a ways back. Like it might be like demolition or something like that. Like it's been a long, long time since another team uh, got to a year. But uh, somebody, yeah, somebody says, what's your favorite WDB championship belt ever? Um, the, the winged eagle. That one's looked really nice, too. Um, I'll name a different one, but I've always, don't make fun of me, I always really liked the hardcore championship. <laughs> I thought it looked fucking awesome. And I know some people don't like it. I don't care. I thought it was really cool. Uh, somebody saying, or Luis says, did you say anything about Dakota Kai in a meeting with TK? There's a post going around on Twitter. Nope. That's bullshit. I said she was introduced to Tony Khan and that was it. Um, just so you guys know, um, bullshit, complete bullshit. And I'm going to, I'm going to post that as much right now, but, uh, yeah. Uh, winged Eagle, my favorite championship by far. I just think it's what a championship should look like. Blaze Radio says, it's your boy, Blaze McCoy. Flair, Andrade, Lethal, JJ is a good scenario for a final tribute to Flair, and the roast should be hilarious. I know that Conrad wanted to do that roast really bad, and unfortunately the health issues prevented that in the past, but Rick could not do a singles match. There's no way. I don't think he should be doing this one, personally, but he's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, we got... AJ Styles against Theory. They cut a little bit of a promo before that, but Dolph Ziggler's back out there, Denise. What are you making of Ziggler week two? The same thing I was making of it week one, I guess. I mean, here's the thing, though. I've come to learn that things that I'm not necessarily all that interested in, there's other people that are very interested in it. This, for me, doesn't do it. I don't. I, I just don't think I've never... I'm not that big on Dolph Ziggler. Like, it, it's got to really be something really, like, entertaining for me. And I think it's been a while since I've been, like, really, really entertained with a Dolph Ziggler storyline. So because of that, I just have very, very little interest in this with what he's doing with Austin Theory. And uh, so I, I feel like that's more of the long line. The lot, like, where I'm at, I kind of just don't really care. Because it almost feels like the opportunity has way passed for 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 Dolph Ziggler to be like in this like like this picture so for me I rather see like I know Austin Theory is already the guy and even so today it kind of hit me even a little bit more and I know it should have probably hit me a lot sooner but today it really hit me today that you know he's the guy that they're really going with and I thought okay well that's you know if you want to get him over you put him in there with AJ Styles they did that here today I didn't love them I didn't love what they did as much as I thought I was to be honest I thought everything was going to be a little bit better but it was what it was I did like the little you know exchange between them when they were like when Austin Theory was telling them, like, what were you doing at my age, this and that. So all of yeah. that was okay. But, I mean, I'm just kind of at the point where everything is fine, but nothing is necessarily blowing me out of the water. So I had mentioned this on last week's show. I mentioned this when, when Theory won Money in the Bank, Denise. He gets the curse of Money in the Bank. They give him that briefcase, and they think, well, he's bulletproof now because he's got a briefcase, so he can lose all the time. And guess what? He's lost a bunch of time since then. So then when he cashes in, 
people are going to go, oh, wow. And then they're not going to give a shit because he's not been protected at all. And all of a sudden, you have a guy that uses this briefcase to get his cheap win. But then how are we to believe that he can defend it? How are we to believe that he can convincingly defend it if he's getting beaten at every turn before then? Uh, AJ hit a Styles clash on Theory after this. It was a count-out win. I, I preferred that it be a count-out victory if that was a situation, but I hate so him. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. Mean? For me, like, I'm sorry, but you just don't have... I don't want to see AJ Styles win in a match via count-out because Austin Theory couldn't get back up after he got kicked in the face by Dolph Ziggler. Like, there's... I'm not interested in any of that. None of it. That's why I said what I said. Yep. And uh, the super, I always love a good Dolph Ziggler super kick, but I, I theory got that money in the bank and they're booking him like this. I mean, AJ winning, cool, that's nice. Wish he had some semblance of a program for SummerSlam, but I don't know, man. I don't know. And I do feel like they, the, you know, I know a lot of people don't like Austin Theory and I get it, but I still feel like there's enough. They, they have time right now to get the people like this is the time where they could make a lot of people change their minds on Austin Theory, where they can make more people like Austin Theory and get behind Austin Theory. And I don't feel like they're doing that with this type of booking, looking, making him look like a dork getting counted out. Can't even get a win. You know, if he was going to get a win over AJ Styles, I know I probably wouldn't be too over the moon about it, but I'd get it. Whatever. No big deal. Well, somewhat of a big deal, but still like I would at least understand it a little bit more, but making him look like all dumb, trying to get, trying to get up into the apron, pulling it, you know, trying to get up and then he doesn't well, he make knocked it. out he was he was knocked no leaping. he was still like moving around and doing this and that and trying to make it come on he got kicked in the face oh well, my I think god it's... like that okay a kick in the face you're telling me that's it that's it for this particular moment here come on he could have at a least super gotten kick? Up. he could have at least gotten back up gotten into the ring and then aj could have gotten him in the styles clash and then ended it there come on a super didn't have kick. to be in a count out a super kick. He could but have got him back in. Ziggler is very clearly there to work with Theory and make him better. So I'm okay with that. Nerd Guru says, please don't let this lead to Flair teaming up with Andrade or Roosh in AEW or anything in AEW. Please, God, no. I wouldn't expect that. Uh, I didn't expect this. Oh, by the way. Manny says he got super kicked, Denise. That's Dolph's finish, how he won the NXT. He can get back into the ring. Get back into the ring, take the Styles Clash, and call it a freaking day, okay? He did take the Styles Clash, which that... After that, the goddamn point, match was over. Quit cursing at me, first off. Uh, to I'm your point, upset, as I was about to say, to your point, if he's going to take the Styles Clash, why not just do it and eat the three? Like, you could just pin him there. That, that Styles Clash also... For a split second, I was like, ah, don't tuck your head. Don't tuck your head. Because that's what always happens. People will tuck their head and then crack goes their neck. Alexa, Asuka, and Dana against Dewdrop, Nikki, and Tamina. It leads to the 24-7 nonsense. Everybody wins the title. Alexa wins it for the first time. But it all goes back to Dana. And I've said this a million times. This should have been one of the most fun parts of this show every week. The 24-7 title was a golden ticket for a lot of things. To give excuses for the brand split. To get people on other shows. 
to have cool cameos, celebrities, funny stuff, um, get publicity, go outside of the arena. But instead, it's the same bullshit all the time. And the same bullshit all the time is a chase. And then it's the carousel where the original champion ends up winning it back anyway. So what's it matter? It's, it's, it's so stupid. It's so lazy. It's so uninspired. I hate it. I just, I'm going to cut that out, copy and paste, and just say the exact same thing. I have nothing Drives else to contribute nuts. to this, to this segment. It should or be so much seven championship picture. I feel like I've said everything that I could possibly say about this. Yeah, it is. And it's not even the 24 seven title because it's never defended outside of raw. It's the three, one title, three hours, one day. That's it. And it all happens like right in that exact same moment. Yeah, it's fine. Man. We intentionally booked the worst shit for the fightful championship. Like it's intentionally bad and it's better than this. Sad. Do you think they should just take it away? That's it. I think they should undo the 24 seven championship delete. So usually I say, no, they should just book it better, but I don't have any confidence in them to book it better. Like they've, they've had years to book it better years to uh, guys. We're heading down the home stretch. Please leave your thumbs up. Please get in your super chats, your humper chats. Ms. TV with Logan Paul. This was a lame way to end the show. And listen, I know Logan Paul's a big star. Brandon Charles Powell says, if it makes you feel any better, Denise, according to Ms. and Mrs., the Ms. hates Christmas just like you. I saw that. I did see that, actually. But I oh. feel like this might be, like, a different reason because of, like, the kids and stuff. I don't know. I don't watch Ms. and Mrs. So Logan Paul runs down history. Ms. turned on him. Ms. says that Logan Paul doesn't deserve to get a, a shot, shot at the Miz at SummerSlam. Logan goads him into it. Champa and Miz attack, and Logan just runs away. Kind of a strange way to do that. Also, I don't know if it's a babyface move to be like, I built my social media career! Like, that is like so traditionally like a heel thing to say, uh, just because of the perception. I don't think it's a heel thing, but that crowd is like, who gives a shit, man? Like, they don't give a damn about him building his social media career, Denise. I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. I just kind of wish. The show sucked, Denise. <laughs> I'm it was so bad. I know, and I'm trying to not be so mean, okay? I was trying to think of something positive, okay? Just to I had, take a, I had a great vacation last week, and I still watched this show. Still watched Raw. And it was the same shit last week. I, I reviewed the show in 15 minutes on Fightful Select. 15 minutes. You all went an hour and 40. I was like, damn, what did they talk about the whole time? Actually, I don't give a shit. And I hit the little red X button. You want to know what we talked about? What that took so much conversation. Quizzlemania, probably. No. What? You're not going to guess it. Maximum Male Models was the hot topic. Good. Good. Let me tell you what. The week that they were supposed to show up and they didn't, I I got like 20, 25 tweets. What happened to Maximum Male Models? What happened to them? If you want to see people pretend to give a shit, advertise it, then don't show it. And you'll have like 50 people being like, what happened to this thing that I actually didn't give a shit about, but it didn't show up, so I'm going to pretend to give a shit about it. Listen, I love Eli Drake. I think he's amazing. I thought... The tennis collection was legitimately hilarious. That is high comedy 
and Eli Drake is hilarious. I still run around going, dummy, yeah, brilliant shit, that guy. And every time he's given something, a new name, a new gimmick, all that, he does his best to make it work. But <sighs> leave a thumbs up on this video. We appreciate you guys a lot. Dropping my interview with Montez Ford this week. Talks about eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's a very short interview, but it's a good one. Denise, what do you have going on this week? I don't even know anymore. It's Death Before Dishonor Saturday. Yeah, there you go. Promote that. I got, got we Will and I will be here on Saturday. That should be fun. Come in here. Hang out. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Twitter and Instagram. Denise Salcedo. Try to think of something new to promote. I don't got anything new to promote. FightfulSelect.com. That's worth promoting. Sure. FightfulSelect.com. And you said once, once we got 10,000 followers on that, that I would get a big raise. So, yeah. FightfulSelect.com. Yeah. We're back under 7,000 now because the end of the month. But here's some good news, guys. So, I know a lot of you, uh, when you get Patreon, you're like, Ugh. I hate that if I sign up on this day, I get billed again on the first. We hate it, too. We think it sucks. Even though it makes us a little bit more money, we think that it sucks ass. Well, Patreon, for some of its higher-level channels, is offering uh, anniversary billing as a trial. We have signed up for that. We don't know when we'll get approved for it, but pretty soon you'll be able to sign up and you'll get billed on that same day every month. It'll cost us a little bit, but it, it, we don't give a damn. It's better for you guys, and this is long overdue. They should have done this a long time ago. Heartless says, I'm weird thinking this, but I was hoping Logan was going to try to ratio Miz TV by saying Cody's coming to MSG for Logan's talk show. That'd be crazy. I think that'd be a cool thing for them to do. Just bring in Cody and be like, yeah, here's a little talk segment, et cetera, et cetera. I think that'd be, be like, he doesn't have to be off screen. They could definitely do something like this. Find little ways to bring him in. Anthony Bowens got super over on TV while injured. Britt Baker got super over on TV while injured. Cody, just have him pop up every once in a while. He doesn't have to be away for like six, seven, eight, nine months for us to pop when he comes back. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, a programming note, Jimmy Van is out of the office this week. So we're going to have episode two of What Do You Guys Want to Talk About? Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Check it out, guys. Until next time, head over to FightfulSelect.com for Sour Graps. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.